Welcome back, guys. Another episode. Uh, Minnesota left-handers right back at you. We're a little late. Um, it's Saturday. We're normally or Sunday. We're normally uh, trying to record middle of the week. We both had some stuff going on with life and whatnot. Um, but what better not? I mean, better late than never. Uh, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just thinking about that as you were kind of talking through the intro. It's been a little while since we since we recorded last, but you know what? It's good to be here um, because there have been some developments uh, both in the pro game um, with Minnesota left-handers, and uh, I've played an awesome course that I can't wait to tell you about. I've seen some of the pictures. The pictures were... Uh... Didn't I don't think they did the justice with the fall colors and stuff. And I, that's one thing about Minnesota that that I love because I was out, you know I was all golfing at Riverwood today. Um, forty nine on the front, forty three on the back. So I, I don't I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, uh, the the fall colors we we only get a few of these a year, and and man, is it is it awesome to be out there when it's like this? Oh, and the weather we've we've had this last couple of days with, and it looks like even like the next week, I think Tuesday is going to be pushing eighty. I mean, this is this is an October to remember for sure. Everything at this point is kind of bonus days, um, and so to to be able to play. Also, uh, total separate from the podcast plan here. But are you playing on Thursday? I'm gonna try. Okay. Or no, no, no. I cannot. I can't because it's the Minnesota Wild opener, and I'm going to the game. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I'm gonna try to get out there. I'm gonna play. Um, try to get nine I, I guess i don't even know what the weather's gonna be but um i am gonna try to to get out there just kind of keep that consistent as long as you know the weather's decent and the snow doesn't start flying <laughs> yeah you'll golf in any weather i'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I i will they don't make those cart gloves for nothing those big poofy titleist you know insulated gloves for nothing <laughs> <laughs> so that that that's gonna you know coming to the end of the season here you know our, our days are counting down now that's gonna lead us into our our next upcoming events which are gonna be at simulators. Yeah, that's that was one of the things I wanted to mention as far as upcoming events and and some news. We've got some more merchandise as well. Um, sounds like we got a shipment of towels in which are gonna come with uh, with the price of admission there at our our next simulator event really really our first simulator event as well um you know we're planning on getting through the holiday season we know everyone's busy and i don't know me and and you were we're kind of a unique case i feel like where we think about golf every second of every day at least a little bit it comes up you know at least every day we think about it at least once and there are a lot of people who want to put the clubs away you know for a little while and you know, uh, what's the what's the phrase? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think I think if we let people have some time to put the clubs away, they'll be more interested in taking them back out after the after the holiday season. We get turn into twenty twenty three and start thinking about what that year's gonna bring. So January, um, and February and then I think we'll kinda play it by year after that. I know we wanna have an outdoor spring event soon, you know, once the season starts, but Maybe another event, maybe another simulator event, a possible third, but we want two. Would you say that that's true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll see how the first one goes. And it's like you said, um, we'll try and plan that after people the ones start to miss miss the game of golf. You know, not, not going right into November, December with the simulator event for those guys that haven't had a chance to miss their clubs yet. 
yeah, and their wife's no just, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you, I speak for your wife, but my wife will be happy that I'm hanging these things up here. So, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, of course, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, but we are going to Arizona, so they're not hung up for too long. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a quick wrap around here. Balls, towels, all available. And check this out. Got hats rocking oh, now. I didn't wear uh, my hat. So so that'll that'll come um, with some of your admission to your simulator events that, that we're going to have here. So um, the best place to find us, obviously, is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, and TikTok. Follow, like, subscribe in all those places so that you can be connected and uh, keep in touch. If you want to get to me, um, another way to do that is minnesotalefthanders at gmail.com. Um, with questions about upcoming events or, or anything like that. Uh, my Instagram is full of, of photos from where I played yesterday, but don't head over there yet, uh, you know, because I want to tell you all about it too. So um, quick set list for today's podcast. I want, you know, the obligatory live talk. Seems like that's, you know, never going to quite go away. The, the game of golf is just... I don't know, imploding. It's maybe, forever maybe tainted not. golf time. I, I, it's um, content seems to be. We're not at a loss for content. We'll put it that way. Uh, so a little bit of live talk here. Uh, I'm going to talk about the course I played, and then if there's time, which I I think there will be. I think we should definitely make time. You've got you've got a new um, endeavor that you'd like to take us on. What's what, tell us about that. Well, it's, 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 I don't know if you know this, but I got a little bit of a gambling problem. Uh, both times we've been to Arizona, we stayed at casinos, uh, we were getting the sports bets and everything in there. Um, there's this little app called prize picks and basically it's just over unders pick two up to five players and you pick an over under, uh, uh, fairways hit. Uh, you think they're going to birdie a hole? If you're going to over, or uh, if you think they're going to par a hole, over under a par. Um, all this different stuffs. And mind you, I took. Let me let me just run through this with you really quick. Justin mm-hmm. Fields today. Would you take the over or the under on 159 passing yards? Under. He went over 208. I took the over. Okay. Austin Eckler against Cleveland, over under 52 rushing yards. I would have said over. I took the over as well. Tom Brady, over under 26 pass completions. Oh, under. I took the over. It was 35. Cooper really? he completed 35 passes. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper Rush, over or under 21 pass Ooh. completions. Cooper Rush. No, I know. I know. It's just come on. He's, Cooper he's, Rush. He, yeah, dude. He's he's the star, dude. I know. He is the star. Sorry, I was... Dak ain't ever going to start Rush, again. Uh, what was what was Over the, under 21 pass completions. Oh, man. I mean, he's Cooper Rush. Maybe the GOAT. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say over. He, he had 10 completions. What? He under he only had ten completions, and then Stefan Diggs over under a half a touchdown today. Meaning, do you think he's going to get a touchdown or do you not? Well, I know what. Ha- 
Okay, I, I actually don't know so, what happened with him. I know he, the score. So he got a touchdown. Right, right. right. Okay. So, prize picks, I put that on there. I don't know if you can, if that's focusing. I don't know if you can see that. It's but not, that was yeah, a five-parlay bet that I made, and I got mm-hmm. all of them right, and I won $300 today. Nice. On that one oh, so bet. Yeah, it was a parlay deal. Cool. Yep, yep. So all, it's kind of like a parlay, but it's not. All, all that stuff had to happen for me to win the 300, but a four out of the five would have hit, I still would have won like 40 bucks or whatever it is. Right. So, yeah, they have they, they have these for golf, and I think on our next podcast, it would be fun on a Wednesday to get our podcast in and do a few over-unders for our listeners to chime in and maybe copy our bets because we're such, you know, with my betting finesse-esque, I don't know what word I'm looking for there, and your golf knowledge, Price Picks is going to be in trouble. I'm... I'm in. I love it. And let's talk about my sports betting prowess. Uh, you mentioned that we stayed at a couple casinos in, in states where betting is legal. Let's get on that Minnesota legislature as soon as possible. I don't know if you're listening, but let's get on that. Let's, let's legalize this. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, because I want to I wanna give my money away, apparently. Man, I remember one of the bets. Uh, the pack played the 49ers last, last year. Um, I don't remember if it was go it pack, the go. NFC Championship. I think it was a divisional round. Um, but I thought it was a lock. I mean, it was Aaron Rodgers at the time. It was Devontae Adams. Like, how do you, against, like, was it Garoppolo probably starting yep, at the yep. I was like, it's a lock for the pack. And then, and it was in Lambeau, I think, too. And mm-hmm. San Fran went in there and beat him. I was like, this is because I bet on him. So, <laughs> it's just the way it went. I... My my sports betting uh, luck is not good, but I'm hoping to to gravy train off of yours. So oh yeah, I'll, uh, I'll fund the operation. We'll just use your brains and your knowledge, and then I'll just we'll just go with my gut because I got a pretty good gut on that stuff. By the way, I need Jamar Chase uh, to go seventy and a half uh, receiving yards, so seventy one receiving yards tonight, and uh, get another sixty on top of that. Oh, I gotta believe he will. He's at twenty-two right now, so it's second half. I don't know. It's not not looking good, but that guy, you know, one good catch, and we're we're there. So, and yeah. I got that game on behind me. I just got to turn down and have it quiet. So, kind of turn there. Yeah. So, we'll are we gonna wrap around to some golf conversation? Yeah. Let's get again? into the let's get cool. into the live right now. Um, you know. I don't know if you want to start with John Rahm and and what he's got to say about the Ryder Cup and. I mean, his rumor of leaving and he's not leaving and all this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I I do too it, because it's just, it never stops. It's like a gossip magazine. Um, but he he said he's, he appears to be a PGA Tour guy. Um, there was rumor that he was going to leave. I, I don't know. I Right now he's a PGA Tour guy. That's That's the best we can say at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have the the feeling of Cam Smith in the sense that when he was playing in the FedEx Cup playoffs, it was like, okay, but everybody knows he's leaving. I don't get that with John Rahm. Um, but he did have this to say recently. He said, the Ryder Cup is not the PGA Tour and the European Tour against Liv. It's, the, it's Europe versus the U.S., period. And so right now you've got a bunch of Liv guys 
who aren't like qualified they can't qualify for for the team so like the u.s is missing bryson and dj uh and the european team okay i don't even i don't even know who who are they come on okay he's like 50 he doesn't come but that's what i'm saying so like they're missing a couple of guys from from that team should they his argument is no um and when you put it in those terms, and this is something I can't believe I missed, but he's right. It 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 makes the tour look the PJ tour look super whiny and super petty. One hundred percent. That's kind of my perspective. Like I was just sc- scrolling through Twitter here, and I seen this uh, tweet by Golf Digest, and it says, "Let's hear your prediction. Who will finish twenty twenty three as world number one?" And all it has is. PGA Tour guys, it's like you're missing Cameron yeah. Smith. I know who's the number two player in the world. Like you're so easily you're missing, be number one. You're missing a, a big piece of this puzzle. So like world number one, are they really world number one when you're only letting? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's just it's just contradictive. You know what I mean? World number one. Well, you're not playing with the best golfers in the world. So can we call it world number one, or can we call it? PGA Tour number one. Right. I, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because PGA Tour number one already has the FedEx Cup leader, right? Like, that would be PGA Tour number one. Right. Um, but to to Rom's point, this is where I think it's, it's tricky. Because what if you, like, over the next couple of years, you, you got into the U.S. Open and you won the U.S. Open? You you played in a in a couple of tournaments, and and suddenly it's like, listen, this, this Brett Relander, he's not, um, part of the PGA Tour. He's not, he's just a really 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 good pro. Um, are you? Can you play on the U.S. team then? I I don't know. I'm not established. I mean, you win one tournament. Isn't it like if like 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 treat it like a, a majors. Like the Masters, they have like the amateur, but they can't like win it, right? Mm-hmm. There's some sort of ruling there too because they're not established. So well, I mean, so you could treat it like that. They can't. They can't accept money. Technically, they could win, right? Um, it just they wouldn't be able to accept the money because they haven't. They don't have professional status. But it just it seems it seems that the PGA Tour is petty, and it. The what we're seeing with the President's Cup, I feel like is the same thing because that actually is sanctioned by the PGA Tour. The President's Cup is because I feel like they were like, "Hey, we want a piece of this pie, this Ryder Cup pie, this team competition, this this play for your country, pay, play for you know for, for the American sake, um, and then the international squad, play for the pride of of the others on your team. We want a piece of that pie." So they created the President's Cup, and it just has not taken off like the like the Ryder Cup has. But I also heard this, which is interesting. The, the PJ Tour is, is really young by comparison. It just hasn't been around for as long as the Ryder Cup. But I just get the feeling that through all of this, the PGA Tour, regardless of, of that, is just being petty. That's just kind of the way I'm I'm viewing it and I'm siding with Rom in this case over like Rory. Who's like, 
they should never be able to play, should be banned. And like Jay Monahan or whatever, like uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are, are are something else, you know. So to that point though, I'm gonna and I'm gonna kinda transition here. To this Mina tour. Yes, that's where I was just going. I was just looking this up. So Mina Tour, for those who don't know, is uh, a golf tour that started in 2011 in the Middle East and North Africa. Okay. (laughs) Where are we going with this? It did. So this is the tour that live... That That they're piggybacking off. Right. They're hitching their wagon to this Mina Tour. The Mina Tour didn't exist uh, March 2nd through the 4th of 2020. They had a tournament in Jordan. Country of Jordan. Nice place, I hear. Um, I don't know about that. (laughs) And then their next event, May 2nd to May 5th of 2022. COVID wiped them off the map. Like, they didn't exist for over two years. And this is the tour that Liv has decided to hitch their wagon to. It's just, as petty as I think the PGA Tour is being, I think the level of pettiness here is matched by Liv. No way. They're trying to give their guys an opportunity at world rankings. This is the only route they have. But I don't think it is because they were playing Asian Tour events. Do you, so you don't think that they approached the Asian Tour like, hey, guys, like to hitch onto this? I that's that's where I'm confused because it seems it seems to me that it's like a all right, we're gonna we're gonna take over, um, we're gonna come in, we're gonna disrupt pro golf as we know it. We're going to pull some big names. We're going to give you lots of money. It's going to be like one big party. It's golf, but louder. All this stuff, right? And then the the governing bodies were like, yeah, but what about world golf rankings? And then the the live tour was like, oh, shit. We don't have a plan for that. Uh, 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 Mina tour. They need someone. They need money. Let's give it. To, like, it just seems like they didn't have they they didn't have the foresight to plan for something as obvious as world golf rankings for the best no, no, players no, in the no, world. No, no, no. Cuz dude, they they couldn't foresee what the PGA tour and the majors and all these different, you know, the the, the different tours were going to do to these guys. Like yeah, they they probably thought that it was going to happen, but they even filed lawsuits and stuff like that saying like, "Hey, this isn't fair. You can't do this. This is we're creating a tour and now you won't let us. I mean, it's, it's segregation in the golf world. It's modern day segregation. It's the XFL, USFL, they come out in the NFL, you know, it's two different, it's two different leagues, but to not allow people to sign from the USFL into the NFL or the NFL into the USFL because they own the rights to them people. It's just not right. Well, and that's where I think this lawsuit that is, although some a lot of names have dropped out of the lawsuit. Phil pulled his name from the lawsuit. I, I don't know what to think about the lawsuit. My thought, like long-term or what their thought is, but it makes sense to me that as individual contractors, they play in the PGA Tour. 
it's not as though they they you know get the Yellowstone brand, and it's like you know you've seen the show Yellowstone where you know the guys who get the brand mm-hmm. they're like they're like in. They, they, There's no tiger doesn't out. have a tiger doesn't have a brand on his chest somewhere. He wasn't burned in there. That's not that's not what it is. In theory, they can go play wherever they want, and I'm sure that's what Norman was thinking. Was we can just pull these guys, and um, there's really nothing the PGA Tour can do. It doesn't seem like the PGA Tour views it that way, and that's why we're getting these these lawsuits. But it's also interesting to to look at the guys who like rescinded their memberships before they uh, or like resigned from the tour before they committed to live, uh, so they couldn't be suspended. Uh, and the guys who, like, we're going to talk about in just a minute here, Chachara, who left college and went straight to live, he's never been a member of the PGA Tour, so he can't be banned. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays itself out. It is, there's just, there's just so many balls in the air right now with this. I'm, I'm interested to see what the next year and a half holds. Okay, so... You got on the set list here. You got Tom Kim and and this Eugenio Chichara here. So yeah, so we know what Tom Kim was like is is. like coming out of the out of the Ryder Cup, not the Ryder Cup, the Presidents Cup. He was like the fireball. He was the he was the almost the golden boy of the Ryder Cup, even though they had lost. They loved his energy. They loved his enthusiasm, his sort of youthful excitement. He, he'd he had himself a month previous to the President's Cup. He, like, won, took seventh, uh, made a cut in a, at the Open. Like, it was it was a great month. Um, and then he goes there and, and, does, and does well. And then he wins today at Shriners. And I was just kind of scrolling Twitter before we popped on here. And people are talking like, protect this guy at all costs. He's the star that the PGA Tour needs. You know, all of these things. Which, maybe he is. He's he's the second youngest player ever to get to two wins. He got to two wins at a younger age than Tiger Woods did. Um, he's 20 years, and I think it's three months. And Tiger was 21 years old. Um, so, he's he's on... A heck of a trajectory. I'm not comparing him to Tiger. I'm just saying, like, he's got a young, he's got a lot of wins young, which is something. And he's the star that the PJ Tour needs. My retort to that is this Tachara dude was a college stud and he chose Live. Other college studs Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa. These are the guys who are the stars on the PGA Tour right now. This Tachara is a guy that the PGA Tour lost. And they won on the very same day. So we can't say that Tom Kim is the star that the PGA Tour needs. He's going to be the next young star. Because there's no reason it couldn't be Chichar. You know what I mean? They're both young. They are both they both have the, the possibility to be great. So it's just interesting that that happened on the same day that we want to try to like crown Tom Kim. Yeah. <sighs> I'm. I was looking at the Shriner, you know, top twenty guys. Uh, South Korea's mm-hmm. making a run here. They're going to take over the, the PGA Tour. Uh, 
Right. And if you want more on that, go to our last episode. Right. Um, we talked a little bit about this. I think we, I feel like we were ahead of the curve on that one. Matt Matthew Neesmith. Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom Hodge. Okay. First of all, Tom Hogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. and he's a Minnesota guy. Well, a Fargo guy. Mito so we'll claim him. Pereira. Mito Pereira. He was on the President's Cup team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's he a name almost, I know. Jason Day. He had a heck of a back nine today. I think he was like nine under on the back nine or something. A Maverick McNeely. Yeah. I know that name. But look Adam, who took second. Adam Hadwin. Yeah. Yeah, well, you should. I would expect one of the top world-ranking golfers in the world per the PGA Tour to... At least crack the top five. Okay, also, um, click on his... So you don't know what happened? No, it it just says uh, Tom Kim secures victory with wild finish. Perfect. So Um, click on... Can you click on scorecards? Can you see, like, the hole by hole? Yes. Go to to Cantlay. Okay. And just look at his back nine. I want. I'm excited to to like. I want your your raw reaction here to to the. Back oh nine. my god, dude! <laughs> oh, a ah tri- oh, triple to lose the lead. Triple because what was the what was the the win was twenty four and he was twenty. One, so yeah, I mean, they would have went to a playoff at least. He was tied for the lead, but he made triple bogey. I don't know. <laughs> Just crazy. So one here, and then two into the water? Yeah. Oh. And then four. What the f- Frick, dude. Wow. Unreal. <clears throat> and he went par birdie par on that hole previously. <laughs> it's just so tough to take. It's a conspiracy, man. They needed Tom Kim to win. Just kidding. It's a conspiracy, so they pushed out Cantley. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're fine with Cantley winning. I think they like Patrick Cantley. I think if it was... God. James Naismith. Uh, uh, no, he's the guy who invented basketball. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Neesmith? <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I think it's, I think it's Matthew Naismith. If, if, if Matthew Naismith were... He looks were, like he know, should be on the pro bass tournament. Like he should be fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look like a golfer. Put it that way. Um, so anyway, I'm just if we want Tom Kim to be the if we want to crown him, I, I, I guess. But Chichar's right there. Winning winning out on live. So we'll I don't think we can say that one guy stands out above another at this point. Um and that's just it leaves us again just speechless at I don't know what to say about Liv versus PGA Tour yet. I just don't know what to say. 
it, so much more needs to play out before something definitive can be said if, if one's going to rise above the other. Because they're equally competitive at this point. And I just... we got to see what the majors decide next year. It's, it's That's going to be a massive turning point. All right. So you had this video you wanted me to play here? Yeah. Yeah, so I played... I played the layman course. We got about five. We got about five minutes here. Okay, so go ahead and, and and play just the first part of this this clip. And as soon as, so it's the it's the clip of Remember the Titans where Herman Boone walks in uh, to the yeah, field, and as soon as the school board member or the the president of the board or whatever comes in and and All stops him, and stops flipping around. Go ahead. This, this is always right. Struggle. So you don't want you don't want the speech part where him just start him, talking. Yeah, no, let him start talking where he talks about how much he loves the game. Okay. Around us, but this this is always right. Struggle, survive, victory and defeat. It's just a game, Doc. It's just a game, Doc. I love it. I love it. Coach, I'm, I'm afraid I put you into a no-win situation. Okay, you can buy cards. I just found out the board didn't even... I put you in a no-win situation. Yeah. That's so where we ended. You you know the clip. You know the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, that feeling that Herman Boone has right then and there about football is what the layman course brought out in me about golf. Like, it makes you love the game. Oh, like, yeah. it just, it's, you know, you can go play. I'm not, this isn't a dog on Riverwood or, or Elk River Golf Course or any number of courses around here, right? Because I love golf and I'm going to play golf no matter what. But, man, there was just something about the layman course that just absolutely stood out for me. Um, so up at Craigens, they're doing a whole redo. They had two courses. They had 36 holes. They're, I, honestly, I can't even keep it straight. They're ripping it all up. They're going to have 45 holes. Um, and Tom Lehman came in and, and just redid, well, sort of redid and added to, to make 18, um, a new 18. And it opened September 1, and it's just been packed, I guess, ever ever since. It's only been open for five weeks. Which is interesting to me that they even did that in the first place. Um, opening it this fall. Why not just wait till spring? But they could, I suppose, build some anticipation. I don't know. So it it was it was great. It was um, sort of a combination and a little bit of a redo of, of a course that already existed. I want to say it was like the Bobbies. Because they had Bobbies and Dutch. And I think it was an addition, a little bit of an addition to um, one, of those, one of those 18 holes. But they went out into some new land created a bunch of new holes and it's just big it's just everything is big the fairways are huge you can't miss them but i did but you shouldn't miss them <laughs> um and because it's so new the land needed the the ground literally needed time to mature like it was the gr- the grass was not all the way in. It was. It made it hard to kind of get after a ball. If you can picture like a tight lie around a green, mm-hmm. everything sort of felt that way. Um, but just the ground movements and the and what you saw, like the, 
we're sort of on a couple of holes we're sort of perched up right and so you can't even see the course behind it because there's just a drop off down to a lake so it looks like the the course is it just like ends out of the sky because all you can see is the horizon with some trees back there so cool um and here's what made it tough because like i said the fairways were huge i was driving back uh last night i'm on highway 10 coming down uh well you know i wasn't far from the former sugar daddies we'll put it that way um and i and i sort of came up with this analogy for why it's great let's say you're on highway 10 heading east right you got two lanes going east two lanes coming <laughs> you got west. a minute here bub i i'm gonna get there let me get there uh median in the middle you got to hit a drive down there 400 you know it's 450 yards down to uh a, a turn lane an exit but you hit some massive slice over into the farthest left lane heading west you're not going to be able to make that exit you're just not you got to keep it you got to keep it right down the right side there so it just made it there was bunkers there was other undulations um i really think in a year year and a half next next fall next spring it's going to be the place to be it is it's going to be so nice we have to go we have to go and we will so look for uh the minnesota left-handers instagram for those pictures and uploads right yes there's a there's a whole story there i think the story disappears though i probably got to get those in a post i'll put them in facebook and, and twitter as well all right well, that wraps up our episode. We'll see you guys this this week, this Wednesday. We're going to do one. We'll do some uh, prize picks and stuff like that and have some fun. What do you think? Yeah, we'll prioritize those.